Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast, brought to you by Worship Catalyst. Worship Catalyst is a nonprofit ministry built to help people find and worship Jesus by mentoring and training worship leaders and their teams. This podcast is part of that mission. In the next few minutes, it is our goal to help you do more with less. For more information and resources or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. Austin Ryan here, along with Stephen, Lane, and Tono. How's it going, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Great. All right. The Dream Team is back. And uh, when we were uh, with you on a previous podcast, we talked about uh, ways to win your team over. Had a lot of great things. If you didn't get that one, uh, go back and check it out. Today, we're going to talk about the opposite thing, which is how to lose your team in 10 days. Wasn't there a movie about that? How to lose a guy in ten days? We've just—it's a sequel. So, so how to lose the, how to lose your team in ten days? And we thought about maybe just playing the other one backwards. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> we had the backward masking with you know Satan and marijuana and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> so we decided not to play the podcast backwards because maybe the I, the concepts are similar, but maybe they're way different also. And so we want to talk a little bit today about what are some things that you can do to lose your team. I have talked to many many pastors through the years as I've mentored worship leaders. And the worship leader feels like they're doing a really good job, but the pastor realizes that they may not be able to keep them on staff. And it always stems, always stems from the worship leader losing trust with the people that they're leading. And we don't want you to have that experience. Uh, we want you to have a team of people that are like following God's leadership in their lives and following you as a leader in the church and all those things. So we're going to give some things that are some roadblocks that you need to make sure that the roadblocks are not in the way for you. Okay, so these are ways to lose your team. All right, so guys, let's jump in. What are some ways that we can lose our team? So I'm going to start off with a pretty simple one. And I, so I'll, I'll start off also by saying I'm probably an expert at a lot of these things, man, and throughout <laughs> my years of messing this up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think the first thing is that a team really appreciates timeliness. So a quick way to lose your team mm-hmm. is by not being timely prepared, going yeah. hand in specifically like having rehearsals that go two, three hours. You're running through each song four or five times. What just happens is that your team gets burned out. They lose their joy and they start dreading your rehearsals as opposed to looking looking forward to those being a time of fellowship and growing in uh, your skills and really having extra time to worship the Lord. So I'd say timeliness and scheduling. So what's the length of time that you try to have for your rehearsals then? Man, for me, so I communicate like I need you to show up and be prepared. I have a high emphasis on excellence. And as long as you do it, man, I have, I have us out in an hour. And that's almost every week. And so if, if it's going to be a longer rehearsal or if it's like an Easter Sunday or a special performance, and I know we need extra time where I've got a full, you know, choir or gang vocals thing in, I'll say, hey, I'm, I'm going to ask for an extra 30 minutes, but I'll have us out to this point even now. As long as my team shows prepared, which they do now that we're in a rhythm, I'm, I'm trying to stay in that hour sweet spot. Okay, got it. And so, um, so preparation from their part, but I would think you're like so prepared that you have to walk in and know exactly what order you're going to do things in and all that kind of stuff, huh? Right. Yeah, our rehearsal is not a rehearsal. It's a rehearsed rehearsal. So you're already already ready, and you're showing up ready for that. So sometimes we're out in 25, 30 minutes, and we get to just hang out for 20 minutes. We'll shoot ball. We'll talk. We'll go get coffee because we know we've told our wives that we're going to be gone an extra 30 minutes. So So it's Uh, good. Cigar night. There you go. All right. What else? Yeah, I was going to say kind of in addition to that, it's a little bit on a different angle of what you just said, Lane. I think if we're asking 
our team to do things that we're not willing to do or we're not doing. Mm. I think that's a quick way. So like you just said, you know, you, you value excellence. You want to, um, and people to come prepared. Like, I think if I'm asking my team to do that, I better be the most prepared. No, that's good. Like if I, if I'm asking to be on time, I better be early. Like I better be really early. Um, no one's beating me to rehearsal. And that's not a pride thing. That's just like a leadership. I think one-on-one, <laughs> like we lead from by example, and then I think I don't want to say we shouldn't delegate tasks, but if we're not willing to to stack chairs to use kind of the cliche, then then I think that's that's where it gets weird. If we're like elevating ourselves, you know, clean a closet once in a while. I mean, I think we have to be willing to do things that we're asking our team to do yeah. um, in, in all senses of everything. And with that, right, I mean, you're making uh, I mean, you're letting them know that they are part of what we're doing together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because if, if we said in one of the things that we're going to lose is because we don't give opportunities for them to, to do something else, but just play some, some or sing. Right. So that's also like a way to lose some people that want to give more of their time or, or have a different, as, as worship college said that the roles that we can see in the ministry, right. You yeah. can dele- de- delegate on it. And then, um, yeah, they will feel use useful. You know? Yeah. One thing I've seen in worship leaders is an over, uh, and this is kind of another way to lose your team, I think is I've seen sometimes an overreaction when people don't live right or do right or whatever, <laughs> you know, like there's an immediate, you know, somebody has something they're going through in their life that's tough or they're showing up late a few times or, you know, they're going through like marriage problems or whatever. And they immediately like kick them off the team or they chastise them or they, you know, like have some sort of really serious meeting about having to get in line. Mm-hmm. And it seems like in my experience, what I've seen is that that develops more of a fear of you rather than a respect or a fellowship, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's like it shuts down authenticity and it kind of creates an environment where people feel a little bit too rigid and have to stay in line. They're afraid to be honest and be themselves and stuff. And so I've, I've seen people kind of drift away in those kind of environments, those kind of scenarios. I think that's a good point, man. My, my lead pastor in our church, when I was coming here, he had, a, he had a talk with me and he said, hey, I just want you to know something about me and about our leadership. Like we, we take the gospel seriously, but we don't take ourselves very seriously. And I'm, that stuck with me so, so much because uh, I sort of come from an environment where it was the opposite. Everyone yeah. is so serious. You take your, your everything's black and white. Yeah. But man, they're screaming for some disagreement on some things mm-hmm. and the fellowship. So that's a really good point. And so Lane, what do you think about like that in terms of, in terms of how that plays out on losing your team? Because one of the things I've thought about is like, whether we take people's opinions or not, you know what I mean? Like whether we just own the whole ministry versus let other people have input. What's been your experience with that? Yeah, you know, I, I think some of it depends on situation. I'm a I'm a big fan of transparency. Honestly, my life, like I want people to come into my life. I want them to come over. My wife and I try to have a different family over every week, either from a worship team or from dinner. And man, my house is crazy, dude. I've got five kids. I've got a teenager in the mix. We've got screaming. You know, my wife's cussing at me, all these things. And I'm just... <laughs> oh, I love it. Nice. Dude, she's throwing, throwing stuff. Plates are breaking. Real life. Real life, man. So I want them in on that to see that, look, you know, this dude's got some letters after his name, but he doesn't have everything together and they're just letters, you know? And so I, I want my people to know where I struggle. And so we have accountability with that too. And like, we, we laugh about things at the same time. I'm like, dude, I'm struggling with, with this man and struggling with not keeping my cool. And I want you, I want you to to ask me about it, but I want you to know that's it. So I want them to see first from a leader that I don't have 
you know, all my crap together. And yeah. that really helps a lot with that. And so the opposite of that would be not letting people in. Yeah, and right. so when we don't let people in, it probably we probably have more of a tendency to lose those people. Would, would That's you say? Exactly right. Yeah, it's silent. Right, it's siloed. We're untouchable. We're the ivory tower guys, and that's that's dangerous. That's where yeah. pride really builds up a lot. Yeah, and we've we've seen pictures of that in pastors all over the country and maybe yeah. around the world, right? Where right that now. just never goes well. Yeah, that's exactly. And all I was I was just gonna say, like that creates that culture of of your team. Like everyone's kind of hiding on your team. Like no one knows each other, and 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 that's there's no opportunity for unity or authenticity within that group of people, which is like very like dangerous and, and, and uh, sinful even, you know? So I think you, you have to, I think set the example if you are guarded all the time and letting no one in on your team to know you. Um, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like you can't expect our team to know or love each other um, yeah. if we're not willing to lead that. Yeah. Awesome. Those are good things. What else, what else uh, is a way to lose our team? In 10 days. Probably like in those programs that we have to have more practice and all of that, like demand a lot of them without any consideration, right? Um, uh, I mean, probably it's like uh, when when we wanted to do the things like really good, that sounds good and all of that. And we're just focusing on the technical here, but there is a lot of things more. Uh, just ask a lot and ask a lot and uh, don't have any consideration of, of families, for example, of members mm-hmm. that have... Uh, uh, hard routines and then that's why they come late to practice or things like that right um i don't know that that's what probably something that i i would think that will will hurt somebody and they're gonna come anymore to practice or to the ministry yeah. they kind of see themselves as a chess piece on your chessboard, yeah. right and uh and the other thing is like yeah i mean uh, remember that this is something that um is is something that we do together with the uh and as a worship leader, don't see that they are your band, you know, kind of like, <laughs> hey, I'm using them t- for yeah. me to be the front, right? This is, as we said at the other the other time that we get together, right? Like the good things to, I mean, things to keep your team is like uh, get involved in their lives, ask questions, but don't see them like the people that you're using. Your backup team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My background so, vocalist. So big. <laughs> That's right. Good. I've got one that uh, probably could lend itself to another podcast, but I think being careful of just letting anybody on your team, right? Like being a little careful that the next person that comes in and their mom's been telling them for 20, 30 years, <laughs> the best singer ever, and they think they deserve a spot. So I think, you know, we're sort of a gatekeeper in that sense, but we, so we want to foster people and we want to encourage them. But man, the right thing at a lot of times is to say, hey, we would love you to serve in kids ministry you know, and, and gently show them that maybe they're not gifted as they think they are. Jeez, you're mean. It's <laughs> my old age getting me, man. <laughs> but, that, but that's kind of like, we're right. talking how you don't lose their team. And then in that one, you kind of like want to, right? A little bit. This is a positive podcast. How <laughs> yeah, to lose your no, team. Sorry. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. to lose those people on your team you want to no. lose. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, Tony, you were just saying not to not to have just like this is my band and my yes. team and all that kind of stuff. So, what are some ways around that to where they know that it's not all about you? I mean, I think uh, I mean if you are the one that they're at the front, like as, as Stephen was saying, like cultivating other leaders that mm. is going to be part of it, right? And uh, and 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 use the the talent that all of them have. Um, 
just to see them um like do a, we're doing is like something that got put us together with different elements that everybody can bring so if i have the privilege to be the one singing i'm not the one that have the privilege to be playing the drums for example or leading this yeah. but everybody is like uh, all of us are the worship leaders the things that we, right. we teach to our to our to our, our our teams right so um i don't know probably uh Pride will be one thing that we can really e- use easy to lose our team. Yeah, because yeah. we're we're the the pride one that are at the front, and yeah, I want I want this to sound and focusing in me, and then yeah, we're gonna lose them not in ten days. I think it's in, in be less. Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to add on that, to add on that, I think like you know if we always have to be the person up front, if we always have to be the person mm-hmm. leading everything, and everyone else is just kind of like. And and you can do this without even like really even trying hard before you know it, just because, you know, you're, you might be the, the guy getting paid. So it's just like, well, I, I feel like I have the responsibility to be the guy up front. Like they're paying me to be the guy up front. Um, but I, I would, I would argue that our role is, is, is worship leaders, worship pastors is to shepherd our team. And part of that is like by seeing the gifts around us and elevating them up front so mm-hmm. that you're not the the one up front and even like take that step further and your your pastor uh might get mad at you for this um but you can call worship catalyst and blame them but yeah i no, think we'll take it um lawsuit i think <laughs> get ready uh i think like man making it a goal that you just get to come to church on a sunday and your team's leading and you're in the congregation Woo. being led by them um like if, if you now you may not see that being even a possibility right now that's why i say like make it a goal that would man just set just an amazing picture if you get that into a rhythm of of maybe it can be once a month be a couple times a year once a year just setting that goal to not when you go out of town but like be there um and allow them to lead uh without you even on the platform um i think that's that kind of allows you to get out of the way and, and set your team up for better success. I, th- I think the vast majority of churches from what I've seen have a main lead singer that probably sings 80 to 90% or more of the s- songs. Yeah. Do you think that in those scenarios, those leaders are susceptible to losing their teams? No, not necessarily. Cause it's, I think it's, it depended on your context. I mean, mm. you might be in a church of 10 people and, and no one else can sing. And so that's the role you're in. I think it's gotta be context dependent. I think if you're even in a small church, you know, hundred or less, uh, I think as you bring more and more people on your team, just in the back of your mind, you gotta be thinking, okay, when I'm like, if I go down tomorrow, who's taking this? Mm-hmm. And it's not so much about like, the Sunday by Sunday thing, you're thinking long-term for your church. And then, you know, uh, but I think if you're the the only one singing, you know, and that's just how it's got to be, I don't think you're going to lose your team. Uh, but I think always be thinking of, okay, who can, who can step into this role next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a healthier way to look at worship ministry because it it allows you to kind of get out of the way. Like you're not the, the savior of music uh, at your church. Uh, but it, it kind of just creates a healthy, I think, long-term environment in, in your church. So that connects in with, I think, what Tono was saying too about the pride piece, because that really does come across as prideful if I sing every single song and lead every single service. Yeah. Especially if you have like multiple worship leaders with you every Sunday. <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> I'm like, going to say. Like, <laughs> no, or, or if, you, if, if you know that in the worship uh, group that there's more people that has that ability and got yeah. and that call to do that, right? And then it's going to be you. Um, we are, um, 
and again, like in our planting church, right? Our little band, yeah, I need to sing every Sunday right now, right? But but we pride. have uh, Tono's this full of pride. He sings no, 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 every no. Sunday. So yeah, I'm the, so, so this is the vision is kind of like creating a, a bilingual atmosphere for people. So we're using Spanish and English. So God bless us, you know, with uh, um, uh, a girl that start coming to 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 the to to the church, and then uh, she loves to sing, and then we were like ready to you know talk, and she start to to be one. So it's really awesome that even when we're little, I mean, but she takes a lot of the English part, and I take a lot of the Spanish part, and it's something that we do together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the other scenario, right, that I am like um, uh, at the church. Because it's a bigger church, right? There are like more um, different musicians that take turns and everything. But all of that is also like a healthy thing because everybody feels like, I don't know, value. And that, that's the thing. I mean, if we don't, if we don't let, uh, make our, our people feel valued of what they do, I mean, we're going to lose them. Yeah, it's the right way to equip and shepherd. So this, the exact thing happened to me this week. So two days ago was Sunday and I had no voice. And so we had done a full rehearsal. I had everything planned. And Sunday I showed up and I joked with my team. I'm like, guys, today I'm nothing more than eye candy for my wife. I can't <laughs> sing. So I'm like, I need y'all to take it. I'm going to stand up here and worship with you because I'm on acoustic. But I'm like, this is this is you guys. I need y'all to lead it. And they did it and they killed it. And they changed every, you know, we changed keys and everything. And it was beautiful because they, they're they seeing that, hey, it's not dependent on one person. We're a body. We're a team. And it, and it was amazing. So you would have probably taken a step towards losing them if you would have just sunk through your raspiness, you know, yeah. and it would have just it sounded terrible. The case. Like this show goes through me, man. Y'all have to live yeah. and die a lane. And, and that's just not the case. Cause I could have just, yeah, I could have croaked it and it would have been horrible. Yeah. So on this thing of pride, I really think that this is maybe at the crux of a lot of these things that keeps, you know, that we're talking about because people can smell it, you know, they can see it, they can sense it. They know what pride looks like and feels like and stuff. But I think sometimes we miss pride in our own lives. Like it's a blind spot probably. So what's a way that we can both win over our team and, you know, not lose them in dealing with our own pride? Like, is can you guys think of ways that we could, in, be, in realizing that our pride, we don't even know where we're prideful sometimes. I think just transparency in a lot of things, even the small things. So like song selection, maybe let them speak into it a little bit or maybe mm-hmm. give them your next month of set lists and let them look at them and give some suggestions. And that, that builds the trust and shows that you don't have to be the only one. Like you're, yeah, you're the one that's shepherding it. You should be speaking into it. It is your job, but that communicates that, Hey, I want you guys to be a part of the team and and speak into that. I think that's a practical way we can do it. I love it. Yeah. I think, I think what you're like, what you're saying is like a collaborative effort on a lot of things, like collaborating, even on arrangements and like just creating that environment of, Hey, this is like us walking together, leading the church together, writing songs together, picking set lists together. I think the more you can do with that word in front of it together, like I think that that will one maybe check you on some pride because you'll have to let some things go. Like there'll be some things that they want to do that you're like, I hate that, but everyone else is voting for it, and you're like, wait a minute, uh. Uh, I've, I've, I messed this one up. Uh, but I think like that, that just shows you, man, like those are the great times where Lord's like reminding you, look, like this is what I'm doing here, you know, continue to work together and build unity and lead the church 
um, even if it's not necessarily the way that you would have thought it was going to go. And I think it checks your pride at the door a little bit and then allows your team to really like step up in some areas. And you're like now running the race uh, yeah. hand in hand a little bit more. Amen. Yeah. I love that. You know, the collaboration piece makes me think of just culturally how that's the reality and everything else. So like it all kind of started, I think with Chipotle, right? Where, I mean, there was never a time that you could just walk through and go that, 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 build it. You know what I mean? It was more of a, this is how the hamburger comes or this is how the burrito comes. But like you could pick every single ingredient Mm. and then there's like a thousand pizza places like that. And there's a thousand Chipotle places like that, that are different brand names and stuff. And, and you know, like Fuddruckers, I guess was even before that, for those of you that remember Fuddruckers, Mm. but it was the whole idea of participating in the creation of the of what of the product. That may be a long shot, but I think our culture is more along the lines of you participate in your own story and your own product. And yet at church, a lot of times we're like, no, that's the pastor's job. And so like we're way behind the curve on that. And that I totally see where that could come across as pride and get out of my way. I got this. I'm smarter than y'all. And then I can see that losing a team really quickly. For sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Anything else, guys? Any other ways that you would like to lose your teams? No, that's not the question. <laughs> but anyway. that's not. Cool. Well, hey, thanks again, Stephen and Lane and Tono for being on the podcast today. And um, we will be back with more episodes uh, talking about a whole range of topics. And so love you guys so much. Thanks for listening in to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast. We'll be back soon with another helpful episode. For more information and resources, or to connect with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com.